and welcome to the Debrief Podcast with me, Stevie. And me, Tessa Coates. This week's podcast is on how to be single because we thought it's very Christmas time at the moment. Let's do like a non-Christmas one, but also something that we've been meaning to do for quite a while. Yes, and in many ways, Christmas is the key time. For being single and not being single. single. (laughs) For both. Um, Well, I think there's this like thing about how it's awful being single at Christmas. And I think we should make sure that we hammer home the message that it's fine being single. It also can be a little bit hard and it can you can feel a little bit more single at Christmas. So that yes, is kind of absolutely. why we're doing it. And sometimes, you know, being single is fun and sometimes it's not fun. And we're here for both of those. Yes, absolutely. And crucially, um, it's, a, it's still a thing. It's definitely a thing. It's still, there's still so much I to I know this. what it is. Right. <laughs> I've seen one. Like, what exactly? I've been one. Certainly. Um, but before we, we, we start, what adult thing have you done this week? Look, I wrote them on this little post-it note for myself to remember. Like that's incredible. Mm. So it's that. It's that. Yes. <laughs> that's the adult thing. Fair um, no, this week I um, changed my old pound coins at the bank. That's quite late, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, good yes. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so they accept We're them? very much past the time when that's allowed. Mm, about a month. Uh, Yes, certainly. And I've been sort of in shops being like, would you like this? <laughs> Remember the days of the... Trying to like give them away. Yeah. Once I gave one to a busker and then ran away. Oh, <laughs> like, yes, right. But you can still use them. I just thought it was particularly like... No, that's the point. You can't use them. Oh, sorry, you can't use them. But you, what you can do, so guys, you gave if a, by any chance... you gave a busker you... some Monopoly money. Yeah, 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 but... These aren't your currency. Do you he can drag her as well. Souvenir, option one. Nice. Or option two, he can do Melt what he's still. Yes, option two. And option three <laughs> is he can actually go to the bank still. So and all the banks it. will just happily take your money. Oh, that's great. Yes, even if it's not your bank, as long as it's a relatively small denomination, like under £50. I didn't know that. No, neither did I. What when I went into the thing. bank, I was like, I've got back. Pounds. <laughs> old, I've got the old pounds. We had a lovely laugh, and then the young man, the lovely young man, he I took mean, them. Yes, my grandma and he, goes and, to the he, and he weighed them. Yes. He weighed, you weigh them, did you know? So you don't, yes. you don't count anymore. I mean, I did know that. Yeah, yes. well, lots of learning at the bank. And anyway, and then he gave me this. I'll show you. I'll show you what I got. Is it just? Is it a note? No, it's not a note. Bag of gold. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a bag. She's, uh, but they're she's got, so shiny and it's literally like a bag only of gold. be described as loot. It's literally loot. It's <laughs> like a pirate. Honestly, I feel like a, a bag of pirate swag. I feel so thrilled with it. That's great. Um, up until um, about when I was like early 20s, 22, 23, I made a joke, which I just realised I just said then, where I said like, oh, but you could melt it down. And, you know, and then someone went... <laughs> We could, you couldn't just metal it wouldn't be worth much I was like no pound coins are made of gold and I thought pound coins were made of gold for like my whole life and they're not gosh Is it, what are they made of well metal I'd imagine gold's a metal yes but not gold because then okay. they'd be worth so much more than a pound haven't they, must, haven't they got the plate oh yeah you're so right <laughs> haven't they of got the plate like... the plate is it plated no. with actual gold? Oh, this is great. No, it's not. Okay, oh. so, so that's not as stupid as I thought. No, Everyone no, no, laughed at me for a long time. Well, don't let them. Mm. Um, my adult thing this week isn't a... It's sort of like a kick-ass work thing that I did. I started doing a job, just doing some holiday cover, some pre-Christmas holiday cover. Oh, We've all God. been there. We all know what it takes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's in social media. Again, we all know it. And I've done social media before, but I haven't done... Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Tessa's open to coke. <laughs> Tessa's over a Coke. She's also, she's also got a green nail varnish on, which is a shock for anyone that knows Tessa. And it goes, it's Christmas with the red Coke. Oh. 
And I've done social media before, not a problem. But then... Sounds like it was this time. It was this time. Because they asked me a question which is so boring that I won't go into, but I'll just tell you that it involved the words metrics and a graph and can you present the metrics in a graph, please? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I said, um, I was like in a meeting and I'd just been brought in. I was like, yes, no, absolutely. I, I can do a weekly report. Um, not, not a problem. Went away and just like Googled how to do a graph. Tried on Excel. It looked so rudimentary because I've not done, used Excel really in, since I was in year nine IT. Yeah. And um, remembered that you do a table and then you like highlight it and then you press the graph button and then you get like the world's worst graph that <laughs> looks like a child's done it. Ooh. It was so it's so stressful. Anyway, and then I um, thought, okay, what do people do when they don't know what to do and they can't tell anyone? So I realised that the girl, a woman, a full woman, um, who I used to work with ages ago, works in this company and works in like social media time. And she told me how to do it. And she's oh, great. just pulled she's pulled it all together for me, Tessa. Oh, she's pulled it. And all without me looking like I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, yes. Apart from in my own So brain. how did you, what did you say to her? Hey, let's catch up. And then, I was, and then, and then she's like, so how's it going? And I was like, it's going really, really well. I do need some help maybe pulling together the metrics because usually I just work on the front end. Yes, good um, stuff, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> say front end and back end mm. are all opportunities. And she's like, oh, no, that, that, that's fine. Because she thought I meant because of a time constraint. What I meant is I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it often sounds like I just don't have the time, Jane. Um, yeah, and then yeah, if they yeah. push you, say I'm drowning you over here, time. Jane. <laughs> ah, I'm drowning in metrics, Jane. Um, so Help a girl out, Jane. So I felt really, really great about myself. That's wonderful. And you always ask people for help if you don't know because you won't sound stupid. And even if even if I had said to the girl, um, I actually don't, uh, haven't done metrics before, she would have gone, okay, cool, I'll just help because she's really nice. Yeah. Like, no, she would have no gone, like, will... sorry, you're going to have to leave yeah. now. <laughs> no one's ever asked anyone to leave for not knowing. Metrics. Net metrics, for example. <laughs> um, maybe, like maybe. head of, head of metrics or something, if, they, if you'd lied and said you could. You had an MA in metrics. Yeah, yeah, people were like, did you though? Yeah. And then you'd be fired for lying not for not knowing it exactly and that is the message here tessa um so are you very good at being single no i'm not no do you want to tell the listeners about what's what's known as the harvest no i don't (laughs) well it's either you tell them or i tell them i think my version won't be as good a a few summers ago oh so a few summers ago (laughs) sharp (laughs) a few summers ago this was if you've seen my if you've seen my show this year a lot of it was very much, and a lot of it is going to come out in this podcast because a lot about my show, while being about monkeys and other things, was mostly sort of like a, a single anthem about sort of being by yourself and being with other people. So both, <laughs> all the options. <laughs> I being alive. I was, being alive. I was just, yeah, being about being alive. And I was just, cov- and being and what it's like to like try and get through being alive and, you know, try and, and mating, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's what? tricky. Um, but so a couple of summers ago, somebody... Asked me what I was doing. What said? Um, what <laughs> what you can- are you doing? So I said, like, "What are you doing, mate?" It's the harvest. <laughs> no, but this is pre- this is the invention of the harvest. Yeah. So somebody said, oh, "What are you doing next week?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm actually not doing anything." They were like, "What are you going to do with all that free time?" And I said, "Oh, don't worry about me. I'll be harvesting dick." And then I <laughs> laughed about it for so long and so hard because I'd seen it written down in a meme, mm. like one of those like girls, like the sassy girls, sassy girl, girl we'll memes, never be. like the common white girl on Twitter, yeah. and always the pictures are like 
I'm harvesting dick. And you're like, and I was like, imagine being that girl. And saying that. And saying that in a meme. Anyway, so I'd seen it in a meme. It really made me laugh. I then said it out loud as a practice. Like Mm. literally like a child who'd heard a rude word. And then laughed about it so much. And then me and my friend Tom, who's run away to New Zealand now. Literally, everyone's literally fleeing the country to get away from me. Um, Me and my friend Tom liked the idea of this harvest so much that it became a popular thing to do in the summer where you literally harvested... But then the first harvest you had, correct me if I'm wrong, you only harvested one dick repeatedly (laughs) and then got sad about it. But that was the first harvest. That was the first harvest. I was really bad at it. I didn't know how to be. The soil wasn't fertile. I didn't didn't know. I didn't know how to harvest. I didn't know what I was doing with my fields. You talked about it a lot, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The harvest for me very much came like a funny thing I was talking about. Mm. And then at the end of the harvest, you had to put all the peen on the table that you'd harvested. (laughs) one peen. one peen. And so, and then the following summer, got much better at the harvest you, you know really racking <laughs> a lot of old that. friend peen <laughs> old friend that we both know peen <laughs> and also some new peen strange peen there was some strange peen Colombian peen curious peen curious peen <laughs> peen all over the shop anyway it was me trying to get better at like <laughs> all kinds roof based peen yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so stop it. it so it sounds like you weren't good at being single then you became excellent well basically I was so so bad at being single that I sort of you know developed a lot of um, things that began as jokes and then I sort of got good at it yeah you know that was like the harvest was a sort of it was it was less about like being like how many men it's not. It's not that so much as it is no. like learning to be good at it and also like, like owning it and being like and owning it and being and like making it funny yes, as I'm well and fun and like the harvest is like a fun thing to talk about. Whereas being like, how many yeah, men yeah, yeah. if it's not quite as fun? No, of course not. It wasn't that. It wasn't. Our, guess how many men there are on no. my list? Because um, it, it was one. It was one. <laughs> <laughs> it was more about like the first time I ever, ever, ever because I sort of had a sort of like quite serious boyfriends. Um, yeah, it didn't it was not a very good. I wasn't that good as a, as a teenager. You wanted to marry everyone. I wanted to marry everybody. Like was not a cool teenager. When people talk about like their teenage boyfriends, I'm like, I just can't fathom at full stop. Right. And so then, so, boyfriends at university, and then boyfriends after university, and then was single for a long time, and then had my first like what was essentially a one night stand with an old friend. Mm. <laughs> and but I was like beside myself yes, with the excitement at it. He that came I'd to my house to write. Literally and tell you, you about you, it. You were like probably. shaking with excitement to tell me yeah because it was less about the act itself and it was no. very much more about like oh my god I'm finally like a sort of sexually liberated human being who can yeah I can just could just do this now yeah. and that is something I genuinely cannot fathom now because now I'd be like yeah alright that's fine let's do it we'll do it in this cupboard if you fancy so you are <laughs> at a stage now where you where the whole thing is like not so much of a big deal to me yes. but in the past it was like a massive like a monumental deal yeah, yeah, yeah. that I could honestly and it would I would like really freak out and like people would be like hey do you want to come back to mine and it would feel like the lights in um, who wants to be a millionaire would go like on me and it would be like yes no Yes, no. Yes, no. And they were like, do you want to phone a friend? And I'd be like, yes, please, I want to phone a friend. Like, yeah. and or, ask the, all, all the, or ask the audience. And all the audience would be like, yes, obviously, you're a young 20-year-old woman. Go, obviously, go and do that. Yeah. And then I'd always pick no. And then I'd run away. Like, just, so, you know, a lot going on. Anyway, now, yeah, why not? So you're very well placed <laughs> to give advice. I don't know if I am. Well, you've just, you've, you, you're nailing it. Okay, so what would you, what would you... Um, say to single people who are listening going yes I am like that I'm frightened what are they frightened of 
I don't know. I can't speak for everyone listening. No, um, certainly. We can maybe speak... Uh, I can speak from my perspective. Certainly. I'm very bad at being single um, because I don't... I'm at the level that I think you were at before you started harvesting dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I never entered the harvest. So I was like... Um, had a boyfriend throughout... You, you, like No, had a boyfriend of one year out of four at university didn't have any one-night stands because I'm frightened of it. Yeah, right? You're frightened. Yeah. Frightened. Then I went out with someone for a bit, kept breaking up. Uh, there was one period of time in my life where I was single for two years, didn't have sex for two years. <laughs> Certainly. Because <laughs> I'm single, so why would I? Right, so right, right, right. So, so if you say if I found myself single... Certainly. Um... I think I would probably just not have sex again, ever into, again, and I'd be frightened and I'd be awful. So what? What? What should I do? Certainly. So, <laughs> firstly, if the you are recently single, pause right now and report back to our early podcast how to deal with a breakup. Oh yes, you're not ready for this one. Oh no, we're this is level two. Yeah. So yeah, go yeah. back a step. You need to go and grieve and deal and get over it and regroup. Oh, this sad. is not to be like, woo, I'm single, baby, because that is a nonsense myth. It's like, yeah. let me get out there on Immediately. The yeah, yeah, immediately yeah. doesn't help. We have created, and we have created it through the medium of film and popular song. Yes. This idea that when you're single, there's just hot men and hot men, and men. <laughs> hot men ladies. <laughs> men squared. Literally queuing up. Yeah, all the genders just queuing up, waiting to ask bone you, you. Literally bone you. Yeah. So that you will just sit in a bar for a bit and these unbelievably sexy, cool, funny, interesting, fun fanciable people will come over and like want to buy you a drink. Mm. This will not happen. No. It will be many hours of crying in the bath and <laughs> Tinder. So like, it, that's a nonsense illusion. So number one, it's like, forget that illusion and also get rid of all the people in your life who are like, woo, you're single again, baby. It's yeah. like as though the thing that as though the, in, when you're in your like happy, nice relationship, you were like, God, I wish I could sleep with everything. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't happen like that. And also those other people, you're like, you got being like, oh, you can sleep with anyone in the world now. It's like you, no, you can't. To. You don't want to. I want to sleep with that one, and it's yes. gone away. But what if that's not? So now you've you've moved you've on. Moved you on. Don't you're care ready. about that one. You've over that. Well done. Well done, you. Can you give me your wisdom on one night stands? Because I'm frightened. Um, so one night stands. Uh, what was the key, what's the key word in one night stand? Night. Night. No. No. <laughs> It's one. one. It's one. Yes. Or stand. You have to be standing. <laughs> okay. No, it's standing one. Standing in the night. <laughs> it's one. It's that a one-night stand is you You have to only want one night out of this person. So if, if you actually genuinely really like them or would actually like to be going out with them or any of those other things, that is not a one-night stand. That mm. is... Like a, that is a mental disaster for you waiting to happen. Mm. So if you genuinely like, yeah, in my mind, I want one night out of I this. I can't imagine that. Ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tricky. So then you have to get yourself into a position where you really fancy a person, but also sort of hate them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one night stands are a, a minefield because you've got to really physically fancy a person. And that's crucial. Don't force yourself into some weird sexual liaison with someone you don't fancy. Mm. Otherwise, you'll just be thinking, what have I done? What, yeah, it's gross. What's happening here? So it's this very, very small Venn diagram. Mm. Se middle section of the Venn diagram. Section. Yes, that's Sex. the stuff. Okay. Um, where on one side of the Venn diagram is really fancy them mm. and on the other side is but I actually don't like them very much okay interesting and then when those two cross set you're absolutely good to go for what one night really, so is, yep. is really fit yes no personality absolutely fine good one night stand fantastic right, okay. Okay. you just have to that's, 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 absolutely, that's what people think about me that's fingers <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>, crossed <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why I haven't had one night stands because I'm too interesting yeah <laughs> possibly people, people don't want you for one night no, they want me for life <laughs> and they've already listened to this podcast <laughs> and they know that they don't want to 
that people are like, no, I wanted more from you, not sure. just a one night stand. You know, so that is the crucial bit of information. Okay. So if you and they are, it is, they are rare to come across people yes. genuinely like that. And if you're single in general, I think people who are single. When I was single, it was, it was often very much like, oh, should I be doing this more? Should I be doing this less? But I'm guessing it's just like you you shouldn't beat yourself up about not having one night stands just as much as you should shouldn't beat yourself up about having too many. Let's having like five a day, then maybe just chill out. If you're happy and you, you feel like this is like you're not if you're not sad yep. about it, then that's fine. If it's making you sad, then you need to address it. Yes, is that the sort definitely. Of vibe? Oh, 100%. If like you and if you're like if it's a genuine challenge for you, if you're like, yes, I can be a sexual lady who can do it, absolutely. Balls to you, crack on. <laughs> Tits to you. Tits to you, get out there, go and do it. If you're like, I, if you really think about it, you're like, I am using human contact to cover up a deep hurt inside, <laughs> then maybe readdress what's, sure. what's going on there. So the two sides of the coin, I want people who are absolutely terrified of them. And uh, But you just, do, just, I'd say do it. Yeah. But only if you find this Venn diagram. Mm. And the other side is people who are having them all over the shop. Mm. And those people, if they are really happening very regularly, chances are they aren't that Venn diagram. Like maybe you're doing it with people who don't actually physically like very much yeah. or that you actually are a bit into and would like there to be more from this relationship, but yeah, you're pretending yeah. that you're cool with it and you want to... Because the yeah, thing is, like, it's the cool girl myth the as cool, well. The cool and when you're single, yeah. that you just want to be the cool girl all the time. You yeah. want, you want to be like, she's fun and up for a night out. She sleeps around, but not too much. And if you don't call her, she won't cry. But yeah. actually, sometimes it, 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 it's sad if you don't get called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so that like, is why Tinder's you depressing and boring. And like, I've um, I've not been on Tinder, but basically ninety percent of the conversations I have with my friends who are who are single the idea of like being back on the saddle of dating yeah. is exhausting, draining, boring yeah. because you're just put in front of people that you're like, well, I don't know. It's been a in night. Like, mm. I, as in like, we're having a drink. I don't know if I don't, I don't fancy you now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If, if maybe we'd been friends for 10 years, maybe I would find you attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm never going to now. And, and then it just kind of freaks people out a bit. And so like, a lot of my friends are on constant cycles of like going on Tinder loads and then being like, no, I'm like back in Tinder. Yeah, I've been on a few dates and then deleting it. Deleting it, yeah, For yeah, a couple yeah. of months and then being like, oh, I'm even more bored now. And like, it's just a constant like cycle. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's yeah. a living nightmare. Which I think you just have to like accept and be like, Tinder and dating apps are not as great as we hope they are. So you no. just have to be aware that you will be on them for a bit and then you'll come off them for a bit. It should be like crop rotation. Crop rotation yeah. it's, Tinder is like crop rotations. One month you're on, the next month you're off, the next month put some clover in your field, the next month go on happen, the next month cancel happen, go on Tinder. Like you should just don't feel like a failure because you've, you've cancelled Tinder and you can't be bothered anymore. But I've heard so many horror stories from friends and the horror stories are actually quite normal. Things like... He just stopped texting me back. I think that's the rudest, most awful. It, it just feels like it's a constant game-playing environment where yes. people are just playing games all the time and no one's honest. Everyone's ex comes back and they end up going back out with them. Yes, People feel that they can treat other people like subhumans because it's behind a screen. And I have no time for it. And I, But I also have a lot of time for my single friends talking to me about it because I'm like, get it out. That is shit! Because yeah, they, yeah, they end yeah. up saying things like, yeah, he didn't text me back for like a week and then he kind of texted me at three in the morning and was like, but I mean, I, he is he, he might quite like me. And you're like, no, he doesn't! No, he doesn't. He doesn't no, he like doesn't. you. I think a good barometer is... It's like when you meet someone who's like actually very nice and kind and into you and fun, mm. you don't tell your friends 
you don't pick apart the minutiae of everything they've done with your friends because you don't need to. There's no need to. Yeah. You don't question it. You don't think like, but he did this. Like, does that mean this? Like, you know, yeah. no, it doesn't mean any of those things because you know when it is in your heart. You, you know what you, the answer is. It's basically like you know when what the answer is. You you want to do. You've got a choice between two things: a more expensive thing that you can't afford, but you really want, and a cheaper thing. And you ask a friend like, which one should I do? And what you want them to say is the more expensive one because treat yourself. And they don't, and you just do the other one anyway yeah. because that's what you always wanted to do. That's what you're doing with like, oh, what does this mean? Because you know what it means, otherwise you wouldn't be asking. You know what it means, and unfortunately, it's that it's awful, so hard, awful though. book. It's that he's not that into you. It's like it, not that it is awful, but it did help me a lot when I got broken up with. Someone is not going to say to you, "Sorry, we can't hang out till next Saturday," because I just I'm not sure I'm that into you. My ex is, keeps texting me, and I quite fancy them still. Like they're not going to tell you that. No. So you need to read the signs like you would read with anything else. And there's something empowering about doing that. And so I was like having that situation, and this book was there, and I read it, and I was like, oh my god, yes! And then um, proceeded to go out with him for three and a half years. <laughs> And it ended awfully. And, and so please don't oh be me. God. That's that perfect example of you literally can't force someone into doing something. You can tell incredible lies to yourself and like make amazing excuses up for so many things. And then you look back and go, it was so obvious and everyone told me and everyone, I read a book, you know, all of these things. Yeah, it is obvious. There's you will, nothing you will you can be do. messed around and you just have to find ways which we'll move on to later but find ways of like minimizing the damage of those messing arounds either someone told it to me or i read it or i've invented it but right. I, i've not invented it but i want i really would love to take credit for it so as someone who has like been in off again on again relationships as i'm sure lots of you have someone said this which i thought was really helpful being single is better than being in a bad relationship and that is like the take home that i want everyone who feels sad about being single to really like tattoo on the inside of your brain because it really is true I was really bad at being single I was way worse when I was in a bad having a bad time with a relationship oh actually I can attribute it it was this great piece by a blog called wait but why and it's about dating and how we don't really like research our partners like we would like a job. Mm -hmm. We literally just go like, well, our heart will tell us. And like, we wouldn't do that with like your job, your house, literally anything you yeah. own. Even just like t-shirts that you want to buy. You'd be like, well, where's it cheapest? You'd do some research. Whereas we literally will just go with our gut. And that's often not the best way. You need to look at the whole picture, really be aware of red flags and remind yourself of them all the time. And I think that's something that, that we don't talk about a lot, which is that, yeah, being single is way better than being messed around. So there's a reason being that, single that is better than being in a bad relationship. That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful advice. Because that thing about, you know, not researching your partner, it's like you went and looked around a house and the living, you got in there and they just showed you the living room. The, the living li room was just fucking room, someone else. The living room. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and then the uh, pantry's fucking his ex. And then, uh, then you say, yes, I'll buy it, please. Oh, yes, I'll buy it, please. <laughs> no, I was going to say more like the, li the living room's amazing. Yes. And then the person's like, do you want to look upstairs? You're like, no, thank you. No, I'm fine. Bye. And they're like, do yeah. you see the kitchen? And they're like, no, no, no need. This yes. living room is lovely. Yes. It's like, of course you'd look around everything else, but that's exactly what you do. You go on one date and they're funny and smart and nice and like you get a tiny, tiny window of them mm. um, in like one of those, um, you know, revealing the card puzzle or whatever. That's that thing they used to do on Have I Got News For You where you got like 
one section of it revealed. Oh, yes, I know. And then, yeah. or, or like, like um, an eye and then a bit of a nose. that catchphrase game or whatever. And they you took away one square and they were like, do you know what it is yet? Anyway, we're playing the equivalent of that where sure. you have only seen one tiny blurry corner and you're like, yes, yes, yes. That sounds like perfect. Yes, right. And then everything else comes off and you're like, oh my God, what's this yes. dog shit? But often you're too, you're far too deep in, in now by the time you're looking at the whole picture. You've moved into the house. Yeah, but if someone showed you the whole picture right up front, you'd be yeah. like, you'd run a mile, but you're yeah. too deep in. You you're literally you already lose, living in a house. You lose all foresight, all kind of cleverness all your normal brain when you start going out with someone who may or may not be right so when you're single it's now is the only time you're going to have like all of your wares about you all <laughs> so of your wares about you yeah actually yeah. use them and, and be- yeah I remember once um, having a sort of um, yeah well nobody fancies me <laughs> <laughs> moment to which my friend my very patient and kind good friend she doesn't listen no she doesn't <laughs> but she is patient good and kind read got her facebook out and was like right on her phone and then she read me like all the went through a list of like all our friends on facebook and just read out names of people who she was like 100% would bang you would bang you would bang you and i was like yeah i don't want them to yeah and she was like exactly That's, it's not that nobody yeah. fancies you is that you don't fancy anyone who fancies you like you, you're waiting for this like you know, Ryan Gosling to pop up. And in the meantime, there was like hundreds of nice, perfect, nice people who were like, yeah, I, I, I'm the cue to bang, please. And you're like, yeah, but not them. And so stop that thing of like, nobody loves me. It's like, oh, be quiet. Yes, everyone listening has people that fancy them. You, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Absolutely. You just, you're just not into it, which is great. You don't, need, you don't need to be into into everyone that fancies you. No, and you abs- nor should you. No, exactly. Um, but take that sort of like, oh, yeah, loads of people fancy me. I could always have that if I wanted to be like, no, I'd rather have my be my myself than be in something yeah inadequate. inadequate no it is inadequate yeah inadequate right. ugh dating even the word is dreadful but yeah do, I mean do it go on them like My they're just interesting people a lot says that like getting and I think it's now become fully acceptable to do this now I yeah. think ages ago it wasn't and by ages ago I mean like the 1600s yes. you know um, having very little was acceptable there very little was or everything was yes. depending on how you look at it um, uh, getting friends to set friends up mm-hmm. that's something that I know three of my single friends do regularly and I think that's a way better way yes. of meeting people because you they've already passed the test of well they're probably nice humans because yes. my friend likes them yes and I think if you put out so a couple of people have done that to me and been like do you know, do you know anyone who's single and I've been like sorry all my friends are gay men um, mm. but actually then I've been like actually no there is this person you could maybe and I've set two people up it didn't work out, but it wasn't bad. No, it was, it was no. only better <laughs> than the normal Tinder date fair. But um, crucially, when they asked me, I wasn't like, go away, what? I was quite interested in yeah, the yeah. idea of, do, of helping like, them. Yeah, who do I know? Yeah, who, you, you kind of want to be involved and you, yeah. you, you want to help them. So don't feel silly or bad because I didn't think anything bad of those people. I was just like, oh yeah, of course, that's a very clever way of approaching it. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And so if you are, I mean, if you're the only single one in your group of friends, I think it's quite bold to be like, and now I'm having a singles night or whatever because, you know, it takes a lot of... A lot of friends who are single. Yeah, it takes, <laughs> crucially, otherwise it's just you. But also then, <laughs> having those a, things a, a sometimes feel a bit like, lame exactly but if you've got a fun gang who are single then make that the cool thing to be doing and then have yourself like some singles nights where Again, it sounds cool like just exactly parties. Just parties, but or, or but dinner, or dinner, people. dinner, where everybody has to bring with them a stranger that nobody know, or a single yeah. person to the group. Or like I've been on a such a fun. It was called Safari Supper. It was very much a singles meet and greet. Mm. But like it was called Safari Supper. Um, where they yeah, call it something else I think that's crucial yeah 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 where people who happen to live very close to each other two roads down yeah. had, you had a starter at one house and main at another and dessert at 
you and know, and then like, so there were two groups. There were three groups of five boys and three groups of five girls, mm. and it was just a really fun, funny evening. And um, and there was obviously an element when like new boys. Are, it just says something quite fun about being like, oh, here are all these new interesting people that like yeah. you know that you can talk to. And be like even if you don't fancy them, or, or even if nothing happens, you can still be like, what interesting fun people there are out there that reminds you that like, oh yeah. I've just met this tiny corner of the world. There's so many yeah, more people out so there. Many more people. And even if you don't want to go like full balls deep in like in balls. In balls. <laughs> um, but if you talk to like uh, friends that are, are in couples or aren't in couples, being like I'm not meeting people, like I wish we could meet more people, then they will do that. Like mm. they will invite their friend yeah. who not necessarily like so you can fuck them, just being like, well, they'll invite their friend and there'll be other single people there. Yeah, and stuff exactly. Like, like you'll make it aware that you're kind of up for that yes that exactly and then maybe sense? you meet and maybe you make friends with somebody and then they invite you to something else and then like now you've yeah. got this whole other group and like you know and now we're just you know now you're just in a new world and talking to new people and also something so fun about a whole and we're going to come to this in a minute about what it's like when everyone else is in a couple but there's something so fun about being at dinner where everyone's single and therefore nobody is like yeah. has that thing of like I'm just texting my boyfriend or I'm just you know, like oh my wife is this or like yeah. you know there's no one has anywhere else no one has anywhere else to go no, no. one has anything to go back for everybody is here and present and like having in, a nice and having a nice night at this night yeah. so fun I feel like sometimes it can be a bit exhausting if you're single being like oh god every weekend I should book up singles nights you should also again yeah. have your fallow periods have your time off don't you don't have to do it all the time you're not missing out on yeah. Mr. Wright is not or Mrs. Wright is not literally going to be there you can chill out a little bit as well but my yeah. friend said an, a good um, alternative to doing like nighttime stuff is my friend Ali hello Alison um, she um, and not my tortoise my tortoise is also called Alison <laughs> this isn't my tortoise the tortoise though is a doctor friend. so she is a doctor um, Dr. Alison Parker um, human Alison does a lot of like courses so she's an actress and she does loads of like dance courses she'll do like um, comedy workshops weekend workshops things like that because she she wants to learn a new skill but at the same time that's where you meet people and she goes on dates through people often that will be at, at these like courses or like yeah. if you're really into painting do like a painting class if yes. you're really into, just do like things that are not sometimes focused on single but you are still opening yourself up to yes. other people absolutely same if you've got no friends and you want friends yeah open yourself up go yeah. and do courses go and do interesting things mm. um, yeah and then have some time by yourself and eat pies Certainly, but open yourself up to the universe to be like, yes, here I am. I'm doing it. I'm doing myself. Making class. So, there we go. <laughs> then eat the pie alone by yourself in your pants. Right. Um, so it brings us seamlessly because we did address it there quite a bit into the uh, crying at parties. Oh, okay. Um, so the lovely thing about those sort of singles events, what makes them so nice, is that there isn't you aren't surrounded by these happy, lovely couples, <laughs> and you feel like that bit in Bridget Jones. But often like, aren't happy, by the way. So. Yes, mm. crucially. So this is thing number one: is that um, during a small meltdown at a wedding, um, <laughs> when everybody was in a pair except for me, and you got put in the attic, and they put me in the attic, not because I was naughty. <laughs> That's just where I had to sleep. Um, literally, everybody, hundred fifty people, everybody had a partner, God. including the flower girls who were under five. Anyway, something that really sort of tipped it for me was uh, a friend coming up and uh, uh, being like hey have you seen uh, insert name of whoever and like that idea that like oh nobody's looking for me like nobody's yeah. you know and it was just such, such an innocuous I comment I could go and get drunk in this field and no one would go no, where's Tessa yeah nobody's even though they would eventually yes, they'd be of like course they would. I'm actually unconscious in the field again <laughs> like obviously someone's going to find you like you're there with your friends but that idea that like nobody you're not anyone's special person that yeah. they're looking out for like if there was a fire you're not anyone's immediate mm. person to check and um, well two things off that one is that another friend then when I was like oh, everybody, look at everybody this wedding stupid happy couples and then he was basically like 
look again, like see them as they truly are. <laughs> and then like if you really look, like these couple are having a row in the corner and this yeah. couple are fighting again. And like this one is wants you to talk about that issue again. Yeah. And like actually like these aren't just like idyllic, happy, wonderful people that no. are in a special place that you're not allowed into. Like they're also having a row and like and mm. actually when you're like, oh yeah, ha ha, I'm having a better time. Yeah. And then you can you feel so much better. It's not all just like love and unicorns everywhere. Like people are yeah. really rowing and Pe- people say all that stuff which I always roll my eyes like it's like oh shut up but like the whole thing of like oh you can get the full um, bed when you're single and like you can decide what you want to eat when you want to eat and you're like yeah great but I don't always want to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. You, life is, is, is about moderation in all things so not only by myself please but at the same time there are such like massive benefits yeah like, huge benefits like that like you are the master of your own time yes you are not beholden to anyone and that in your sad times that will make you feel sad but in your good times that will make yeah, you feel make good yeah make you feel powerful you can go you can go to a party and you can be at that party you are not being like like they're at home and they're asking when I'm coming home and or you know you wanted them to come but they didn't I don't know that they're at another party and they want you to go to that party and you want them to come to this party like all that crap you are fully and there and everything you're doing is fully to build yourself and that's why I asked people um to give me single mm-hmm. tips and a lot of people said this uh, Joe who messaged me said you know you can go travelling at a minute's notice you can party all night long you can watch as many shit box sets as you like without any interruption and there's no guilt and you can use it to work on self-improvement and getting to know what sort of person you are and I think that's so important and so cliched but it's cliched for a reason because there's no other point when you are living <laughs> that you are able to work on your, just yourself so selfishly what you do when you're single defines what you're going to be like in a relationship because if you don't work on yourself and you're not happy and you you kind of are very self-destructive and then you'll go into a relationship and you won't have anything to bring to that relationship. You want to go into a relationship being like, I like this, I like this. I go to the gym this time. I, um, d- I'm doing these like painting classes. I, mm-hmm. I, I found out I love this author. I'm like, I might want to write this or I might want to... You want to go in with lots of stuff just like that person comes in with lots of stuff. And if you haven't worked on yourself, you can have no stuff to bring. All you're yep. going to be is like, oh, I have a boyfriend now or I have a girlfriend now. I'm complete. And that's yes. how life is. Exactly works. right. And it is unfortunately the most awful cliche, but so true, that thing of like, nobody can love you until you love yourself. Yeah. Uh, because so, otherwise they're loving like a weird mirror of them husk. a husk <laughs> whose main job is that they love them like, yeah 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 like, a yes person goes, a yes oh no person. whatever you want to do whatever you want to do oh, like no. you yeah it's um, you're, it's such a cliche but it is such a true a, it's there because it's true it's like you have to really like yourself as a and person also and also know what you want and know what you want and know who you are and like make your peace with all those sort of things and like then so you can argue with your boyfriend about it <laughs> then you can argue later on down the line but yeah work yourself out as a person and sort of just ex- accept the idea that you are not waiting for another person that you're like oh this is me this is it this is where we're at mm. and I'm not just sitting here on the like a wallflower at the edge of the dance waiting for someone to ask me to dance like I can just get up and dance I'm a person mm. and a relationship is just an appendage to that and yeah exactly it's, an add-on. You're it's an, like a google add-on exactly exactly a relationship is a google add-on not a completion to you as a person you're yeah. not waiting for any permission to be that you you are your it um and so and if you're to, not make yourself it. make yourself it <laughs> be a powerful and um, feel powerful and strong and amazing in being single and remember that it's amazing um, and listen to a lot of Beyonce listen to a lot of Beyonce be like oh yes I'm incredible work on your business work on yourself do all the things that you want to do at weird times of the night and go and learn a new skill or use your time for yourself because mm. you can because you don't owe it to anybody else and realise who you are um, and so those are all like amazing like good day things to be like oh yeah it's incredible coping mechanisms for when it does not feel good um, don't drink any more gin remove mm. yourself from the party and have yourself a like um, Merry Christmas <laughs> 
Merry Christmas. Remove yourself from the party. Merry Christmas. Um, have yourself a sort of a, a, a pal who ideally and also single pal. So yes. when you go to parties together, you've got someone to check in with, somebody who says, hey, have you seen Stevie? Um, yeah, yeah, So somebody yeah. who is your person that you're like, well, should we go home now? Like, even if you don't live together or whatever, like, you have got a pair, mm. someone who is looking out for you if you run off. And I suppose if you're having like a bad weekend or you feel a bit down, you can WhatsApp them and just be like, do you want to go and... You watch two, your film exactly. you so that's line. your person to like hang out with do not like surround yourself by couples so that you aren't always feeling oh, you know unseen and invisible in this in this space and my very final thing is that all of this and more can be said a million times better by I think my favourite piece of work uh, on the internet is by my friend Lucy and I read it maybe once or twice a year and every oh, yeah. time I find more things in it and it was written very much at a time sort of pre the harvest when <laughs> I like really feel it was written for me. What is it? Um, it's Lucy Hancock's Some Vice and it's called A Straight Girl's Guide to Being Single and Happy and I think it's the best thing that's ever been written. It's oh, so wow, funny and amazing. It. Yeah, you must. It's so funny and great and please go and look it up. It's so fun. It has everything that we've said here and more stuff and it's sort of really empowering like, oh yeah, I'm absolutely great mm. and I am not a one waiting to be a two. No, you're already a one. You're my one. You're my one too. Um, thank you so much for listening. And if you um, if you liked it, chuck us a review on on iTunes. It's really helping. And uh, subscribe or tell your friends. You know the drill. Do tweet me at Stevie M. The S is a five. Uh, or at me, I'm at Tessa Coates. Have an amazing, amazing December. Have some amazing parties. I hope you get lucky. And if, but and if not, lucky who is cares? Just, yeah, baby. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>